Hey there, podcast listener. I'm so excited. And it's funny because I'm actually going to be releasing an episode soon. There was an interview that I did where we talked about not using the word excited. (laughs) And I'm like catching myself saying it all the time. But I feel like that is my general reaction. Like, I love the word excited, but I'm going to start working on it. I need to find a new word of how I'm feeling. But since I don't have one, I'm just going to say I'm so excited to talk about today's topic because I have gotten so many questions lately in the Potty People, my private membership group, in Facebook messages from people that I've consulted with about podcasts in the past, and it's all around podcast interviews. So today we're going to talk specifically about how to be a good host during a podcast interview, kind of the what not to do, what to do, and like what to look out for. Because I know a lot of you, maybe you've had a solo show for a while and you're thinking about dabbling with interviews and you just kind of want to see the whole process. So let's get right to it. Welcome to the Profit Podcast, where we teach entrepreneurs how to start, launch, and market their podcast. I'm your host, Crystal Profit, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for hanging out with me today, because if you've been trying to figure out the world of podcasting, think of this show as the time-saving shortcut you've been looking for. So let's get right to it, shall we? Okay, so like I said in the beginning, today we are talking about how to be a good host during a podcast interview. So I want to start off with, there are some podcast episodes that I've previously done. I'm going to mention him here real fast, just because I think that they're worth noting why I'm not going into a lot of depth on uh, these few topics, because I've already talked about them and you can go listen to those podcast episodes, but I do have some new information to share with you today. So I do want to point out that we have episode 85. Those will be linked in the show notes. So crystalprofit.com slash episode 148. And you're going to find episode 85, which is podcast interview guest, where to find them. So I know a lot of people are like, yeah, I think I want to start doing interviews, but where do I find people? Go listen to that. You, I want you to always have good quality guests on your show, and that is a great place to get started. If you are like bare bones, you are just like, I don't even know where to get started, that's, that's where I would tell you to start, is start with where to find good quality people to actually have on your podcast. And then the next one is episode 86, which if you listen, it's 85, and then listen to 86, it's the one right after it, and it's Let's Talk About the Podcast Interview Mindset. And in that episode, I actually break down what, like, the step-by-step, this is how a podcast interview looks on my end. Like, I I tell you exactly what's going on in my mind right before I hit record, when I do hit record, how I kind of pace conversations and questions and all the things. So I go check those out, episode 85, 86 of this podcast. Again, I'm going to link to those in the show notes so you can go check them out. But I do have four other things that I really want to hone in on today that I feel like are very key to having a great podcast interview that I haven't really previously talked about only because I think that, oh, I just... 
I wanted to give you kind of the hard facts, right? The bullet points, the highlights of what you needed to know in order to conduct an interview. But now I'm seeing, based on the questions that I'm getting, that I need to go a little bit deeper. So I wanna tell you, and I told him I'd give him a shout out. So shout out Brad for asking your awesome interview questions. So Brad has a podcast where he does I want to say it's all interview. Every single episode he does interviews. So he feels comfortable with the interview process, but his questions were more around like, well, how do I I get better at this? Like, I, I feel like I do a pretty good job, but how can I actually get better? So I thought of him, and then um, I have someone, um, Molly, she's part of the Potty People membership. She sent me a message about, and she asked questions about, you know, how do I be a good host during a podcast interview. I'm really starting to do more interviews and I really want to manage expectations of what's actually going to happen and all the things. So that's where this episode is really coming from. And um, and we're going to get into all of these things today. So are you ready? If you're going to take notes, now is the time to take notes. And if not, then go check them out in the show notes afterwards, because that's where all this information is going to be anyway. We will have it very beautifully uh, I was going to say choreographed. That's not the right word. We're going to have it beautifully displayed. That is the right word I was going for over on the show notes. So you can check all these out. But let's get into this because there's four topics I really want to hit on today. So the first one is I want you to have a clear topic in mind before you ever get on like you ever even get in a situation where you're in a recording room, you're about to start recording a podcast, I want you to have a very clear topic in mind. I do not want you to just say, oh, we're just gonna wing it. This is, we'll just, we'll have it figured out. I will say that there are um, several interviews that I've had on this podcast where the mentality, like even though we may actually say, oh, we're just gonna wing it, we still have a boundary on what it is that we're talking about. So uh, a great example is I just did an interview that's coming out really soon with Heather Sager. She is from the Finding Your It Factor podcast, and I did an interview for her show, and then the next week she came on to my show. So it would have been very easy, because we already had the conversation, for us to just say, you know what, we're just going to wing it. And we kind of did. But at the same time, we knew the underlying message. We knew there was one clear topic in mind. So Heather is a public speaker. She coaches people to public speak on physical stages and on virtual stages, like how to get better, how to do all the things. I can't wait for y'all to hear our interview because it was so good. It was such a good conversation. But We made it very clear before we started talking on her podcast of who her audience was and what she expected of me by talking about how to start a podcast and vice versa. When she came on to my show for an interview, we had a very clear boundary. It's almost like you have to draw that line in the sand, like this is what we're going to talk about. And just remember, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's about the audience. I think we actually said that at one point. It's like, it's not about either one of us. It's about adding value to our audience in the best way possible. And I think that that's why we get along so well and why the conversations that we had were just so rich because 
we just have that same understanding is we're not doing this for either one of us. We're doing this to have a deeper connection with our audiences. So that is step number one. I want you to have a very clear topic in mind before you even set up a podcast interview for you and your guests. So step number one. Number two is I want you to manage your guest expectations. So what in the world does that mean? So I have been in a few situations where it's kind of like, I don't really know what they're expecting of this podcast, but I know what I want. Like I, there's no doubt in my mind. I don't, I don't even have to think twice about what I want to happen whenever I am interviewing a guest, but somebody else may have a totally different agenda and we need to know that. We, we need to have this conversation before we ever hit record because you never want to get blindsided by someone else has like a hidden agenda. Like I don't want to, I don't want you to think like I just automatically assume the worst in people because I don't. I'm usually a give you the benefit of the doubt. You know, I genuinely assume most people are good. They're inherently good and they have really good intentions. However, if it's one of those things that goes unsaid on what your expectations are and then someone crosses a boundary that you have for your podcast, but you never actually said it out loud, right? You never made it known to your guest that that was one of your boundaries. Like a, a great one is cussing. I know some podcasts, um, some people have actually been on this show and they'll say, oh, I said that. Is that okay? And I kind of take it as a red flag upon myself. It's like, oh, we never had that conversation and whether that was okay or not. Or if someone, you know, if they mention someone else's name or they bring something up, like these are things that you should pay attention to. Now for me, when it comes to cussing, I don't, I, honestly, I don't care because I don't think you care as a listener. All I do is I mark explicit content on the podcast episode and that's like my forewarning. That's my disclaimer that, hey, there's probably... You know, there's not a ton of cussing ever in my episodes. I think I've probably had like one cuss word, you know, in an episode. And I'm like, okay, I need to go ahead and mark that one explicit. But those are kind of few and far between. But if you don't want any cussing whatsoever, like you don't even want the word hell in your podcast, you need to make that known. Because I I mean, I'm just I'm going to say it is like some people like they have foul mouths. Like, let's just be honest. I know tons of people that have foul mouths. You know, if I, sometimes I'm not on this podcast, I have a very foul mouth, but it's not all the time. I try not to talk like that, especially when I have three kids and they listen to everything that I say. I try not to do that very often. But if that happens and that's not appropriate for your podcast, you need to be aware of that and tell your guest about it. So another way to kind of manage your guest expectations is how long are you planning to talk? I always let people know that our interview could be up to an hour, but I have found that it's usually between 45 and 50 minutes. I feel like that is, that's is that been the average interview that I've been doing um, over the last probably six months because usually we'll talk 
five to 10 minutes beforehand or even five to 10 minutes after. So the entire session may be an hour long itself, but the interview process is only 45 minutes. So I tell people, okay, set aside an hour just in case. Sometimes we've had technical difficulties, but it's just good to know because if if you have the expectation that you're only gonna talk for, let's say 20 minutes, but they come in and they want to tell their entire life story in like 15 minutes. And you're like, crap, you only have five minutes to talk about what we actually came here to talk about. Just make that known. Look, the interview is going to be X amount of minutes and we have a hard stop at whatever time it is. Just make it known. And if you find that your interview is actually going longer than expected, then Hint to them that you can always have the guest on another time to go even deeper into a topic, but you definitely want to stick to your initial timeline so you can kind of keep the same format of your show. I will say there are a few exceptions. Like if you're just really going like into a great meaty piece of a conversation, then yes, keep going, but still like kind of wrap it up. Maybe not ask a ton more questions after that or figure out a way to kind of tie everything together at the end. But, um, I don't know. I'm just not a fan of cutting people off whenever you're in like a really juicy story or a great conversation. I will say, um, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know that I've had May Kay on the show a few times now. She is our guest expert in guesting on podcast. And she's been on here before because we had that conversation. As soon as we finished our first podcast interview, I told her, I was like, oh my gosh, girl, this was so good. I have to have you back on the show. So if you already know that you're starting to really jive with someone and you're like, man, like this content is so good. I know my audience is going to love it. Then go ahead and have that conversation that I know this is going to be a hit. I just want to go ahead and set up another interview afterwards, but let's keep today's interview very concise, very to the point of exactly what we're talking about because May Kay has her own podcast, so we could have gone down several rabbit holes, and we have a lot of things in common as far as being an online entrepreneur, so we could have told a thousand other stories, but we kept it very succinct and focused on guesting on podcast because that's what I knew my audience would want to hear about. Does that make sense? Right? So like, just always know that if you start going longer than you initially expected, you can always say, hey, I can't wait to have you back on the show again. So another thing I want to point out whenever it comes to managing your guest expectations is I did a podcast episode that is episode 118. Again, I'm going to link to these in the show notes, but it's all about uh, a guest for your podcast, like how to pitch a guest. And it's where I talked about my podcast show guidelines. And those are really important. I want you to go to this episode or go to the show notes, and then I will link to that episode. But it'll show you what podcast show guidelines are. And this is a document. It's just a two-page PDF that I send to all of my guests. All of my guests always get this, even if they know who I am. If they're podcasters themselves, they already know the process. It doesn't matter who you are. You get this document before you come onto my show because for me, it helps really establish expectations. It like 
it kind of takes the guesswork out of, well, is this acceptable? Is this not acceptable? You know, I tell people in the show notes, it's like, hey, if your dog starts barking, if your kid busts in the room, like that is okay because it happens. We will stop if we need to. If there's like, you know, if your kid comes running in that they have a blowout poopy diaper or something, then hey, I get it. You need to go address that. You don't need to just like ignore that situation. But I definitely let them know that's okay. If we mess up, that's okay. Because some people, especially those of you who have podcasts and you want to have guests who have never been on a show, right? Like maybe they have no idea how anything in the online space works. And you're like, how do I ease them into this and make them, make them feel more comfortable? I highly recommend putting together, uh, it could even just be a one-page quick thing that you put into an email even that says, here's what you can expect. Here's how long it's going to be. Here's the links that you need to have. And I even have a, a part of the document. And you can see this if you go to that episode where it says, here's what you can expect the day of. That way it just steps out. This is how the day is going to go. This is what we are expecting to happen. Now, granted, it doesn't always end up that way, but at least we have a plan in place for how this interview is supposed to go. I know that this was a really long-winded explanation. This is only our second point, but managing those guest expectations are so important because it really just takes so much of the guesswork out of how, like, what are they expecting? What am I expecting? And I think as you, as the host, you should at least come forward with, it's almost like you're presenting like this is what the, this this is how things work around here. I hope this is good with you because I would love to have you on the show and this is how we expect things to go. So, that's number 2. So, number 1 is having a clear topic in mind. Number 2 is managing your guest expectations. Number 3 is don't interrupt. Ooh, that's a hard one. It's a hard one, right? Like you're probably saying, "Ooh, that's me." That's me. That's me, Crystal. And we were raising your hand. You're like, this is a bad habit. It is. It is something that I struggled with whenever I was first. Um, I want to say, I'm trying to remember how many interviews I did in the very beginning. I want to say I did close to 20 interviews in the very beginning. And I would almost have to physically bite my lip to not say anything. And it's funny because I, I put this in the show notes um, because I was doing, um, we have hot seats in uh, the potty people community. And I tell myself whenever someone else is talking, I will sit on my hands. <laughs> and you may think, oh my gosh, Crystal, like, are you four? Are you a child in kindergarten that has to like, you can't restrain yourself? No, it is a physical reminder for me that someone else is talking and I need to let them have the floor. And the reason why I sit on my hands is because y'all, I talk a lot with my hands. When when I'm behind this microphone and like you should see me. If you haven't seen me on in Facebook uh, on our Facebook lives that we do a few times a week, I will be in our Facebook group. I go live on my page. Like I use my hands. I use my hands so much when I'm talking. Even right now, I've got my hands going. They're moving and they're grooving. It's just what I do. I am a hand talker. So whenever I sit on my hands, I will put them underneath my legs while I'm sitting in the chair. It reminds me, shut your mouth. Let the other person talk because they are the guest. 
right? Like you are the host as your role as the host, at least this is how my podcast is set up and how I conduct my interviews is I'm asking my guests questions because they are an expert in something and I want them to share their expertise with my audience. My audience always hears me talking, right? They know my opinion. They know where I stand. I want them to have the opportunity to learn from someone else. That is the whole point of me having someone on as a guest interview. I want my audience to learn from someone else. So if this is one of your issues, like you're like, God, I interrupt so much, sit on your hands, okay? And just know that I do it too. So if you feel childish about it, it is just one of those things. If you just do it, it becomes habit and it just, it helps. That's all I can say is like, I know it makes you feel silly, but it really does help if you have an issue with interrupting people. And then the fourth point that I want to make is I want to make sure that you are allowing enough margin in your schedule to allow your guests to promote themselves or their business or their book or their event or whatever it is that they have going on, because that's more than likely why they uh, they came onto your show. Of course, if it was a good quality guest, like I said, in the very beginning, go to episode 85 to really figure out where to find good quality guests that aren't slimy and just talking about themselves the whole time. But if they're a good quality guest, they probably have added a ton of value to your show and they're doing it with the best intentions of helping out your audience. So you wanna give them time to really promote whatever it is that they have going on, their book, their event, whatever it is. So if this doesn't actually come up naturally in the flow of your conversation, because this has happened to me before where we're talking and we're really getting into the topic and then it comes to the end of what we were meant to talk about, we kept our topic very clear, we hit all the points we said we wanted to talk about, And then it kind of gets to this like weird transition point. I have a few talking points that I want you to use if this happens to you. So just have it set in your mind that if you get to that point and none of this comes up naturally in the conversation, I want you to ask them at the very end, hey, isn't there something else that you have to share with the audience today? Or didn't you have a special announcement you wanted to share with our listeners or the people that are tuning in? Because you want to remind your guests to promote themselves and what is going on. Because if there anything, I know for me, I get really excited when I guest on a podcast and I totally forget that I had a freebie that I wanted to share or that I wanted to tell people to go follow me on Instagram or join my Facebook group. I do. I, I forget all about that because I get so just kind of really wrapped up in the conversation that we're having that I totally blank out about what. I was actually supposed to promote. So whenever I'm prompted by a host with that, like, isn't there something else that you wanted to add today that really helps me remember, oh yeah, by the way, sign up for the free five-day Create Your Podcast Bootcamp. And then it's like, oh yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about. That's how I wanted to help out their audience today. So I hope that that makes sense. Just having that leading question to really kind of wrap everything up. And that is a great way to end a, uh, it's like that transition into your outro, out of the conversation, and then you feel a lot better than just like ending it. Like, I almost feel like you're cutting off the conversation. Like, okay, that was great. Thanks. Bye. You. It's, and I know this analogy sounds so silly, but I like thinking about your podcast interview like a party, 
right? Like, and you want to have a party that people enjoy coming to and they want to come back to every single time. This isn't just like strictly for your podcast interviews either. This is for all of your podcast episodes. You don't just want to turn the lights out. Like you're sitting here having a, that would be like me ending this right now. Okay, this was great. Bye. You thought I quit, right? (laughs) That was really awkward for me to just stop talking. Do you see what I'm saying though? Like that would be me if I just shut out the lights and turn off the microphone and walked out the door. You want to wrap up the conversation, ask them these questions like, is there anything else? Where can people follow you? Where can they follow up with you if they want to learn more about what you're doing? And then I always thank guests for coming onto the show. Thank you so much for sharing what you had today with our audience. So those are my tips for how to be a good host during a podcast interview. So I hope that you found this helpful and I really want you to go check out those previous episodes. Like I said, they're linked in the show notes, crystalprofit.com slash episode 148 and you will find where to find good podcast guests, all about the podcast interview mindset and definitely go download the show or the podcast show guidelines to help you really feel comfortable pitching a, a guest if that's what your intentions are or just getting more comfortable with the process. Like what should my expectations be? How should I set this up? Because it will help you feel more comfortable. And I promise you, you will feel even better about your 10th interview than you will about your first. It's just a matter of you keep doing it, you get better at it, and you feel more comfortable the more times that you do it. So that does it for today. So if this is your first time tuning in, I'd love for you to subscribe and hear what other fun things we're gonna be talking about in the coming weeks. Make sure if you have not already, sign up for our free five-day Create Your Podcast Bootcamp. You're gonna find a link in the show notes and we have all kinds of other great resources there, including our Facebook group and some other episodes that can really help you out. Again, the show notes are at crystalprofit.com slash episode 148. And remember, keep it up. We all have to start somewhere. 